Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Park. This is Tech Talk, y'all, the tech comedy podcast bringing you the latest tech news with a dose of laughter and cynicism. I added in the cynicism. Cynicism, <laughs> that's new. <laughs> yeah, well, I just figured I'd throw it in there and see what it's, you thought. It's a, it's is a that strange thing. I don't know. It could it's work. We're <laughs> cynical about some of the stories. Are you feeling cynical today? Uh, a couple of the stories we're going to talk about, I am. Okay, well, you see, know, yeah. You know, by the way, we ne- I don't think we ever tell the listeners what episode this is. Oh, this is episode 74. This is episode 74. Welcome to episode 74. Yeah. that remains yet to be titled based on what funny junk we come up with in this episode. So that, Yeah, in case you don't realize that, that's how we do it. That's how we do it, yeah. That's so we, uh, we are brought to you by Woodruff Arts Center. Thank you, Woodruff Arts Center, for being a proud supporter. We're assuming you're proud. Supporter of Tech Talk, y'all. And I hope all they're you not an embarrassed the- supporter. <laughs> they're might like a begrudging supporter, right? <laughs> begrudging. <laughs> thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> thank you for being a again. begrudging supporter of Tech Talk, y'all. We greatly appreciate it. So uh, we're ready to go. So in this episode, let's just walk you through a few things you can expect. Number one, we got to talk about some hidden layers of iPhone. We got a lot of stuff on Facebook, a lot of crazy stuff happening there. Amazon is shutting down its U.S. kiosks. You might want to know about that. Foldable phones, Steven Spielberg's battle with Netflix, Lyft uh, going public and the money that it's lost so far. Also, we've got Weird and Wacky coming up with some crazy stories that we're not going to have time to expound on in enough depth. And tech (laughs) recommendations because everybody loves a good tech recommendation. I'm all about it. You're all about it. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Feeling good? Let's do it. Let's party. All right. Your iPhone has a hidden list of every location you've been. Okay. First question. Does this actually surprise anyone? It it shouldn't. I don't think. Of course it does. Like I read that headline. (laughs) I was like. Duh. I didn't even know that, but duh. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it should be important to point out, I bet you there's something in Android, too. Oh, there's got to be. There's, there's got to be. Blackberry, like yeah. every single one of They're them. They're all tracking everything. Uh, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. And, and basically, the point of this article was you can go in and turn it off, but it yeah. basically stores all your primary locations so it can do better stuff and give you better alerts and blah, blah, right. blah, 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 and all that crap. But here's the problem. And okay. you were talking about this before the show, yeah. that you, in theory, might not have an issue with this. But the problem is by them collecting the data, now it becomes something that somebody can attack. That's right. And go get access to that data. That's and true. You might not have an issue with Apple having it. I'm fine with Apple having it. But you it. might have an issue with like the your dark insurer web having it. Or your insurer having it. That's true. Well, the or insurer your, knows where I'm at, unfortunately. Yeah. They're or, tracking me. Or too. your, I don't know, your loan shark that you <laughs> owe money to. Oh, uh, no, it's a VC. It's a, no. <laughs> the, the VC that you owe money to, you don't want them finding you and breaking your kneecaps. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't really want that that data exploited. Exactly. And But it, 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 it does exist now because I am allowing it to exist through my phone. It's I, I'm okay with that. And by the way, I know we have a couple of listeners that are VCs as well. That didn't apply to you. No, we it love, applies to the ones that we don't love VCs, listen to tech. And I don't all. actually owe any VCs money at this particular <laughs> moment in time. Let that just be known at this point in time. So, uh, all right, next article. Wait, what was your real name again? It wasn't Adam uh, Walker. It was um, Adam Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Facebook exploit confirmed website visitor identities. So, what, yeah, walk me through this oh, one. This was your boy. article. I mean, it's just another oh, Facebook boy. exploit, but yeah. they're tracking your stuff, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. If you were logged into Facebook, you could go to another site and they could uh, guess what identity you were logged in with and test it. And if it was if they guessed the right identity, they would get back 
a, a like a thing saying, yeah, right. that, yeah that, this is the user. So they would know so they who you are. Uniquely identify you, and they could check at, uh, I think they said that a rate of 500 identities a it second. It was 500 per second. Yeah. So they yeah. Had, so you did have to test them one at a time. Right. But one at a time at 500 per second right. is pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. And if you were trying to target you know, a, a particular person or a group of people, you could do that. And right. So... Um, it's pretty fascinating. So uh, the, the bug has been fixed already. Right. Uh, it was reported. Thankfully. Yeah, it was reported Thankfully. to Facebook. They worked right. on it. Uh, and then the reporter asked a couple of times if they could publish. And then finally they said, yeah, you can publish. because right. It's been patched everywhere. But I think it just goes to show you that there are always problems in these. Always sites. problems. There's always bugs. And I think I previously recommended multi-account containers on yes, Firefox. You did. If you use that, this would protect you from that kind of issue right right and in, 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 in all fairness you can do the similar things in chrome too where you sign in to different accounts on different browsers or different windows that are open or whatever else right too. so yeah. they so that it, as long as you separate out in, into things into different containers of right of somehow containers so that yeah. the cookies and everything are, are separate Stay separate right. uh, and then don't intermingle you should be safe you should be safe all right next facebook article is facebook might launch a cryptocurrency in the first half of 2019 so this is not now. This is not like a they're trying to get a, a stock price rise. Yeah, right? they, well, they need they need, they need some kind of rise, right? <laughs> uh, but but it's not like a cryptocurrency like we would typically think of. So this isn't like a Bitcoin or, or Ethereum competitor per se. This is a like a stable coin currency, and a stable coin, as you know, is so that is, you can only use it on Facebook then, or well, now that I'm not sure about. But okay. the, but the point is that it's a stable coin currency, so it's it's tied to the value of a traditional asset. So theoretically, it could be that one. Facebook coin corresponds to one dollar, right? And it rises and falls with the dollar, so it's not going to go crazy right, like okay. you know, like a Bitcoin would. Yeah. So the cynical side of me, since you said cynical, I mean, you know, it's funny and cynical. What are you going to do? Is that's that my day today? What they might be doing this for is that if you're trading their stable coin back right. and forth, yep. Do they have to report that to the IRS because it's not actually money? Not yet. It's a it's a identifier of money, it's not but it's actually not money. Which means that it's not a taxable event when right. you hand that back and forth. And so maybe are they trying to ease their reporting issues in I terms mean, of some of the stuff they're trying to do? It, I mean, even if that is the play that they're making, it's still a short-term play. So there's got to be a longer-term play involved, right? Because if that's the play they're making, they're trying to let's say they're trying to avoid some taxes, that can only possibly last for a very finite period of time. Right. Well, because the law is going to catch up to all I, I think. Stuff, well, right? no, yeah, you're right. I, I think they're trying to... It might be twofold. Like if I'm thinking about this on yeah. their side, it might be one, I don't want to have to report every single transaction of money right. from one person to the next to the IRS. Okay. Right. Because that's a lot. That's right. annoying. Uh, and then the other is if you make it annoying enough to to take money out of the system, then you'll just leave it the just money stays in, in the system. And then just keep buying and selling stuff within the, the whole ecosystem. Well, and it locks people into the ecosystem. So if you if you create right. a currency inside of the ecosystem of Facebook, right. they're stuck in the ecosystem of Facebook. Right. Which is what all these I mean that's what all yeah. these companies want to do. I mean, honestly, like that's what that's what yeah. Starbucks and Chick-fil-A are doing with their apps. It's like, oh, load money onto your app. Right. So you're floating money into their ecosystem. Yep. It just stays in the ecosystem to right. buy from the ecosystem. Yeah. That's what all these places want to do. Yeah. It's kind of smart and and 
bad for customers in a it, sense? I mean, I mean, I mean it, it's okay. It, it it's can okay. be bad. It's okay. Yeah, it I could, guess it depends could be on bad. how. Could be bad. It's like those gift cards where if you kept them too long, they would start charging you money. Oh yeah. For having a a, a non for having a non used gift card. Yeah. And then and then like, and then it, eventually you, they're worth. And then zero. you end up with ten cents on it forever, and nobody's ever going to redeem ten cents on a gift card. That's free money for the company. Right. That whole thing. It's a yeah. whole. It's a whole scam. All right. So next Facebook article. <laughs> it's a whole scam. Well, yeah. It's that's, you can say that about a lot of things. It's a whole scam. It's a whole you scam. Know, like, it's a prototype product. A whole scam. Sunday. It's a whole scam. Life is life is a whole life scam. Is a whole sc- life is a whole scam. Uh, so, all right. Uh, speaking of whole scams, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg says he'll reorient. Hold on. Let's just let's just let's marinate. Re-orient. Let's marinate on that word for one moment, re-orient. folks. Reorient. He'll reorient the company towards encryption and privacy. Now. Come on, Sanjay. Tell me, you you're really you're won over by this. I know. Absolutely. I know you read this and you're like, oh, Mark, Marky Mark. Oh, Mar- thank you, Marky yes. Mark. <laughs> Bell Bib to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're thinking, right? Yeah, because uh, they've seen the light. They've, they've become. See, yeah. They've become normal. Yeah, like everybody is, else. Is that what you were thinking? No, because I feel like that's not no. what you're thinking. <laughs> You're not buying it? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say, look, they're they're saying that now they're going to uh, orient Messenger. Messenger has not had end-to-end encryption, but right. WhatsApp has for years and years. But see, that that's what makes me think, like, what? If you were interested in this, you, you would have done it years and years ago. You know how to do it. You but, do it on one of them. Yeah. Why would you, you not do it on the other? Well, and, and not only that, but it feels like he's making all these moves. These are all, like, reactive moves. Right. Like everybody's moving right. away from Facebook. Nobody trusts Facebook. So now it's like, oh, like, wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> yeah, I, I just come on, guys. I, I don't see it happening. I, I you know, yeah. I, I, and, and and again, I mean, he, he talks a little bit in this article about how he he really is trying to go back to more more away from like a broadcast system that Facebook has been. You know, you're broadcasting what you're doing, blah 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 blah, to right. more of a a. a, a, a community sharing or a uh, uh, an information sharing smaller ecosystem. So like right now it's a broadcast system. You get 800 friends. You just broadcast, broadcast, right. broadcast. He, he foresees it as like a sitting in a living room with more of your close friends in the future. And that's cool and all. And I think that'll happen. Just I think it's not going to happen on Facebook. So I why think, wouldn't I just sit in my living room I, I, with my friends? I think that's a better choice. Instead of being on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean looking the at the trends, thing. I mean, younger audiences are not on Facebook. And, right. And it's just going to continue. I, I yeah. don't see Facebook in it. I think they'll be around a long time. I think they're not going to be a major player. I mean, MySpace is still around, isn't it? Uh, well, they did have a resurgence, but I'm not sure that it went over very well. So right. They tried to have a resurgence. So they'll be around. It's just not It will so be much a website used. that is accessible on the internet, much <laughs> like the GeoCities website that I set up in 1997. <laughs> Is actually not accessible. You're now, you know. now you're making me wonder: Is Friendster still available? Man, I don't think so. I think Friendster's it got sunset a long time ago. All right, next article: Amazon is shutting this is, this down. Is, by the way, why we need Shannon here? Shannon's I know. Not Shannon, here. Shannon can we, chime in and be we, like, "Oh, of course it is, Sanjay. What are you talking about? I'm, I can't do a Shannon impression. I almost tried to do a Shannon impression. Friendster doesn't exist. Of course, it, it, I told to you it doesn't site. exist. Uh, so Amazon is shutting. Speaking of things that don't exist, Amazon is shutting <laughs> down all of its U.S. kiosks in favor of expanding its physical stores. So Amazon, the company that shut down the physical bookstores is now expanding in physical bookstores. We have come full circle, people. This is Inception. This is great. I mean, so listen, I got to say. You know the movie Inception, right? I do know the movie okay, Inception. Good. It was amazing. Woo. So I 
I went to the Amazon bookstore across the street from the Empire State Building. Oh, that's right. You told us about this, right? Phenomenal. Yeah. It is a phenomenal store. It's yeah. the best done bookstore I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. By far. But you couldn't get the books there, right? Oh, yeah. You no, could? It's a legit oh, bookstore. Because okay. yeah. I thought you said, you talked about one where you went in and you could buy it, but they'd ship it to you. I think I think you could do it either way. Oh, but you, okay. They had physical okay. books there. Okay. And then they had like the whole like it was great. They had like the whole books like if you like this book, and they had a whole row next to it. You'll like these books. Like yeah. it was like it was like just like the website. It's just like the website. <laughs> Whoa. The website alive. The website is breathing. You know, like, <laughs> books books don't breathe. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know, like it was amazing. So I would love to have an Amazon bookstore in right. Atlanta. That would yeah. be great. Yeah. I'm all about that. So forget the kiosk, man. Those are small time. That's yeah. small have thinking, you, guys. Did you ever see the kiosks? No, around? I never saw a kiosk. I, I no. saw a couple of them around in in like a mall or something, and they looked okay. Yeah, get, get rid of the kiosk. Sad, get rid of the sad kiosk. Yeah, open up some small. awesome. And the awesome stores got, got they have legit coffee shops in them. Yeah, I mean they got bathrooms because in New York, you know. You're always looking for a good bathroom. That's so, true. I mean, you know, that's how you get the customers. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get bathroom. me as a customer. <laughs> Wait, this place, this this store has a bathroom, and this one, I'm going over to the one that has a bathroom. Yeah, so, like, I'll buy whatever. That the is one the that decision-making has process yeah. in uh, New York. <laughs> it could be like this hole-in-the-wall restaurant that has the sign. We have a bathrooms over the top. Like, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to get whatever's on that menu that I can't understand. Yeah. So anyway, and if you get food poisoning there, they have a bathroom. They have a bathroom. So You're there you all go. Set. You're all. You, and then you get dibs on the bathroom. <laughs> All right. So more on Amazon. Amazon's culture is reportedly so hard on working parents that some people don't mention their kids or display family pictures. Okay. So I didn't read this one. Well, what's what's up here? I mean, is basically, it just that? It basically? Is, it, they they instill this workaholic methodology in their employees to right. the point that when you have a child, yeah. they will slowly begin to sideline you as an employee and give you less and less important projects. And so people, especially women, will not mention their kids or put up any pictures of them or anything right. so they don't get sidelined for projects. Huh. It even told the story in here about this woman that that was like, I guess, relatively recently hired at Amazon. She started going in at 7 a.m. to get a head start on work because she's got kids, she's got a family, she wants to get home to them. And then she got told, no, 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 even though you're here at 7 a.m., it's going to look bad if you leave early. So then she ended up working from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. most what? days. Like these are these are parents, people. This is crazy. Like it's so, like I so I read the book. I read the yeah. the, the, the book the, the Everything Store. Okay. Right. So there's a story in that book uh-huh. of a guy that worked for Amazon. He worked at one of the one of the shipping distribution centers. Okay. And he would ride his bike there, right? Okay. So he's so busy. He's literally working seven days a week, ten to twelve to fourteen hours a day. Okay. okay? And and. He's riding his bike to and from work, to and from work, to and from work. He's not even checking his mail. He's not paying his bills like nothing. He's just going to work, coming home, sleeping, going to work, coming home. So finally, he gets he starts going through his, his mail after uh-huh. after weeks and weeks and weeks of not going through his mail. Going through his mail, and he's like, oh, my car got towed. Oh, there's a notice that they're going to auction off my car. Oh, there's another notice they're going to auction off my car. Oh, they auctioned off my car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he didn't even notice that his car was gone. What? He was so busy working himself to death at Amazon. Holy so like cow, I, I mean like I love Amazon I love the products yeah. I love all the stuff I, I shop I bought something on there today sitting in a parking lot waiting on a meeting but <laughs> but the the work ethic of yeah. Amazon is scary yeah. and terrible especially right. for working parents it makes yeah. me sad for working parents that yeah I, that's and you know you worry that by doing that you're phasing out this group of people 
in your workforce. Yeah. And we've talked about it so many times where having that diversity, that difference of That's thought right. and That's opinions right. and ideas huge. is so important to be successful. And you're basically taking this chunk of people out of that equation. That's right. They sell products to these people. Yeah. People that are working parents, that are parents, you know, kid products, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're not getting informed internally by people that understand that market, how are you going to be effective in selling to that well, group of people? And, and not only that, but there's there's a whole other angle here where, where I, I fundamentally believe that work after 40 hours degrades substantially. Yeah. And really, you're not doing yourself any favors. And right. so these these people, and, and forgive me if you're one of them, that are working 80 hours a week. Like, right. I don't think you're doing 80 hours a week of work. Yeah. I, do, I just don't think it's humanly possible to do high-quality work for that amount right. of time. Right. I think so that's I, true. So I fundamentally believe that, that we can do a solid 40 hours, and if we're smart, we can be hyper-productive with it. Yeah. But we're not going to be very much very good after that. And right. I, I will never... I'll tell you this right now. I will never make someone that works for me work more than that. Yeah. It will not happen. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And yeah. I'm not going to work more than that. So it's funny. So, you know, like I talk about how I kind of work about a hundred hours a week. Right. And in theory I do, but I think a lot of my work is what you're talking about where it's not high quality. It's I'm responding to emails, yeah, you're uh, just doing like doing calls, stuff. this, right. that, the other, but of the like intensive stuff, the real work. Yeah. It's not, it's not anywhere close to a hundred hours. Yeah. Well, cause you, it's not, it's not it's humanly not, possible, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. You just can't work. I mean, so you, there's diminishing returns. So right. if you're just in the office for 12 hours a day, you're not getting 12 hours of real work done. No. Like, no. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Right. There, there's stuff you're getting done that it's moving the ball, sure. but it's not really the high quality stuff. Right. I just wrote a blog post, by the way, about that. You should check it out. The, uh, the busyness one? Busyness isn't real. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, so. Jeff uh, tweeted that, too, yeah. and then you tweeted it, and I was like, I got to read that. And yeah. I, I'm too busy right now to read about your busyness. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for you to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my gosh. We, we've been All doing right. this for 73 episodes, 74 episodes. I, mean, I can read you exactly. like a book, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, now uh, it's time for our ad break. The Woodruff Art Center, the third largest art center in the country, is the home to the Tony Award-winning Alliance Theater, the Grammy Award-winning Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, and the High Museum of Art, the leading museum in the Southeast. The Woodruff knows how to blend contemporary digital technology with artistic excellence. Just check out their new Coca-Cola stage, their live simulcasts that allow visitors to watch sold-out Atlanta Symphony Orchestra shows, or their use of ArtClicks, a program that features image recognition technology to identify the art at the High Museum. Learn more at W www.woodruffcenter.org and that was a great ad thank you for that all right thanks uh, uh woodruff Arts. thank you woodruff art center we really appreciate Ooh, go, all of these support the enthusiastic support the enthusiastic support that you give us we appreciate yeah. that yeah there's um, something new i think coming uh what's new coming at the woodruff arts oh i missed it they've yeah. got it they've got uh, that new show right uh that's at the alliance theater i love how Good you think i'm gonna of... know the answer to that like right. i like I, you're looking at me like <laughs> look at that new show adam it's, it's on the tip show. of your tongue right i'm like you know, I, I, well i'll tell I'm you sorry they have a new what we, we, we're, we've <laughs> actually got tickets to uh this cellist uh-huh. that uh, played at the royal wedding it's coming I, up in a couple of weeks i feel like weeks. you're calling yourself really cultured right now you're getting all highfalutin Did on you, me is that you know i used to play the cello oh man Oh, this this just went south, people. I played the cello from third grade all the way through tenth grade. Sanjay just threw down. He just said he's better than me. That's what he, just said. <laughs> he just said he's better than me. I, 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 didn't, I didn't say that. I'm listen, just saying I used listen, to play the Sanjay, cello. You played the cello, okay? Yeah. Listen, I played the trombone, so I'm, I I don't get winded after playing my <laughs> instrument. I'm feeling. I'm, 
I'm feeling like the cello is a more a more classy sort of. <laughs> sort of it. I can be in a ragtime band. You can be in an orchestra. You know, yeah. like that. That's, yeah. that's how I'm feeling about now. So. I get calluses. You get winded. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So using the Mate X made me a foldable phone believer. So this is the story of a journalist that checked out the Mate X, which is right. the new foldable phone yeah. by the with the the. The people, the, the people, people that, that I, make I it. Never pronounce their name right. Yeah. Um. And it made him a believer. Is it Huawei? Huawei. I think it's Huawei, or I can't. Huawei. Huawei. I don't Huawei. even try. I don't yeah. even try. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's an interesting article. He walks through the whole thing, and here's how it worked, and yeah, yeah. it worked better than you thought. And I mean, this he liked I, it, right? He did. He, he yeah. really liked it. I, I really think that foldable phones are going to be the next wave. It's the I next huge thing. I think I, I'm not going to get one anytime soon. I think no, no, they need not to be. Soon. I no. think they need to be thinner because no, they're I, I thick, agree. aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. They're a little thick. I mean, but here's what I'm saying though. There's got to be a point in the future, and I don't know how far in the future, but there's got to be a point where all the devices have to converge. Yeah. So that so your phone is your tablet is your laptop. It's yeah. Going to happen. It's just a question of when it happens. You know what I, I think of every time I see one of these foldable phones. Do you remember George Jetson's car? On the Jetsons. Yeah. And he would push a button and yeah, it would and fold, fold up into, into a briefcase. briefcase. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I think of every single time. Look, I really want the flying car. I don't care if the car folds. I just, <laughs> I just want the flying car, man. Where's my flying car, Jetson? It's in New Zealand. That's where it is. That you're supposed to go fly that's the a electric drone. one. That's not a car. That's a drone. But it's flyable. I think we're going to see more and more of the folding phones. There's even been some potential patent-based theorizing that Apple's going to come out with a folding phone at yeah. some point. I don't know that the screen technology is really a, there enough right. for Apple to do it, yep. but I think it will be yeah. given a couple of years. You, I know when it's when it's kind of ready because our friend Jeff Hillmeyer, remember he at one point was trying to do everything on his phone and yeah. he had the keyboard thing yeah. and the whole thing, yeah. and then he abandoned all that. I mean, he likes to test devices. Right. He's all about so, messing with devices. So once he jumps over to something like this, the yeah. foldable phone, and he does, and he does everything yeah. on there, and he and he sticks with it for at least a year, yeah. then I'll be like, okay, maybe it's time. And now we're good. Yeah, yeah. He, He's an early adopter for sure. All right, next article. Meet the inventive Uber driver that gives his passengers a menu of different ride types. Now, I love this article. And I, it, and I know it's not so much about technology, but like, here are the ride types, right? He's got the stand-up where he's going to tell you funny stories about like apparently about his time in jail was right was, prison which, yeah which that made it a little i was like oh that's less funny uh there's <laughs> there's one called the silent ride and there's just nothing but white blank space yeah. underneath that one uh there's one called the therapy ride where you can tell him stuff that's on your mind there's the creepy ride he says in the description is i don't say anything i just look at you from time to time in the rearview mirror all creepy like <laughs> <laughs> and there's one called the rude ride yeah and the description is i be as rude as possible <laughs> i love this this is so great this, man this is good marketing right here it's real good mar- and it went viral like yeah of course he it just is. came up with it goofed off and it went viral and he started up a twitter account you can follow him on yep. twitter now it's awesome you got to be, uh, you know, sometimes with doing these things, you got to be unique. I, the thing that I thought of when you said the rude ride, there's a restaurant here somewhere in the U.S. that that's their thing. They're oh, rude, rude to all the customers, <laughs> no matter what, about everything. People love this place. I would like to. I would. I want to see reviews. Like, I want to know what what do the Google reviews look like for the restaurant that's intentionally rude? Right. Like, five stars. They were awful. Like, <laughs> five stars. Wait, they cursed me out. Like what? What are you talking about? That would be awesome. I would like to yeah. read those reviews. Speaking Ooh. of reading reviews, we're going to read a review at the end of this. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next article. Uh, the Spielberg 
versus Netflix battle could mean collateral damage for indies at the Oscars. So I know you're you're thinking <sighs> like Spielberg's he's always right. I mean he made E.T. man. Yeah. How could he be wrong? <laughs> made E.T. The creator Star Wars. of E.T. can cannot be wrong. Yeah. He's battling he's he basically he's mad at Netflix because Netflix got some Oscars and he doesn't think they should be allowed in the Oscars because right. they're not releasing technically on the screen even though they did release some on the screen briefly just to be in the Oscars. Well, and their rules are they have to have a exclusive theatrical release for a week. They did it for 3 weeks. They did it for 3. Exclusive. Yep. Uh, this is but for the movie the Roma. But apparently the industry standard, quote unquote, is longer than 3 weeks for Okay. Whatever. So here's the thing that I I read into the story. Yeah, I hear it's it. a bunch of people that uh, are trying to resist change. Like, yeah. They don't care for change. Yeah. They don't care for your fancy DTMF push button phones. We still should be on rotary. Listen, they man, don't care for I got my brick cell phone. I don't need that <laughs> fancy flip phone you got there. They, okay? they don't care for emailing attachments. We have fax machines. We got fax like, machines for that, baby. Come on. Listen. I, that's oh, let me get out my leather on. briefcase, okay, with my line notepads and my Fountain pen? I don't know. I, got, I <laughs> your, like fountain pen. Your quill and ink. My quill and ink, okay? And I'm going yeah. to dress up in my suit to take an airplane ride, in the aeroplane ride. To, Air, aeroplane. I mean, you know, I, I just, I, come on, man. So here's the thing. If you are a movie industry person, you have all the time. It's actually your job to go to the theater and watch movies. Yeah. The rest of us humans, yeah. we catch it on Netflix at home. Oh, my gosh, yeah. While we're eating dinner. Listen, I, I got to say, did you see, and I'm trying to find it right now, and I'm I'm, oh, I'm missing it. I can't find it. Did you see uh, Netflix's Twitter response to this? No, no. So basically, I mean, that was basically their Twitter response. It was like, hey, we love film. Yeah. And a lot of Americans... Can't afford to go to the theater. Yep. Don't have a theater in their town. Yep. Whatever, whatever. Like we're just here. Like we love film. We're we're with you. Yeah. Like, it was a fantastic response. It's perfect. To, like come on, they guys. are. I mean, like look. If you are for how many years was the film industry going down and down and down and down, and down, and down, yeah. and down yeah. in terms of theater. Uh, you know, box oh, office. Attendance? It, it was terrible. Attendance. It was awful. Yeah, and now people see films. Why? now starting to recover. Because of Netflix. Yes. And other streaming services. Yeah, and it's not just only on there. They're actually going to the theater as well. So yeah. don't, like, ugh, don't be upset at the people that are helping save your industry. I'm saying, man. Listen, all right, moving on. Speaking of saving industries, this has nothing to do with that. Smart light bulbs <laughs> could be... Ex- Killing I, industries. I'm all about the segues. Uh, smart light bulbs could be you exporting... Mean little two-wheeled things that you drive around on? No, light bulbs. No, smart- segues. <laughs> I've never actually ridden one of those. Have no, you neither have I, no. I really want to. Yeah. But I'm not. I think I'd fall over. <laughs> you would. I want to video it. I want to video <laughs> that. You saw the one of George W. Bush riding one and he fell over, right? No. Yeah, he fell off I'm of it. I'm to find that. It was not good. All right, so back to smart light bulbs. Smart light bulbs could be exporting your data your personal data to China. This is also not surprising to yep. me. So you were telling me before the, the show started yeah. that you've got a whole internet of things planned. Yeah, so I have, and we have a- And by that, I mean you're going to destroy them with Skynet. Is that what- Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry, sorry. It's a botnet to- <laughs> It's a botnet to destroy Skynet. To destroy Skynet. <laughs> with the, I don't know, I don't know. I, I was trying to with look the for dot, With the dot net. With the dot net. <laughs> I was looking for another internet run. That was good, you got that. Uh, no, so what we do at the house is we actually have separate Wi-Fi networks right. for the IoT devices versus our devices. Right. So those IoT devices, I have no idea what they're doing. Right. I don't know what software is on them. I don't know how they're functioning. I really have no way of managing or monitoring those things. So 
I segregated them off onto their own network. They cannot see, talk to, touch, or anything, any of our other devices within the network. Yeah. So that, you know, where our, our files are stored, all that stuff, that is safe from those devices. So if they are nefarious in some way, they can't do anything. They right. are also on that network. I think they're also, I'm pretty sure I set it up this way. They're also isolated from one, one another. Oh, okay, cool. So if you've got like, you know, a rogue light bulb it can't infect your nest right. thermostat right? right so they're totally because all those devices they don't need to see your internal network can, they only need access to the internet can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that the phrase that you just said would have been the most insane phrase ever uttered in the world in the in the world in like the 1990s if you have a rogue light bulb <laughs> it can't infect like your, your nest. thermostat yeah Wait, i'm sorry i'm sorry what like, <laughs> listen, guys. You know when that filament in that bulb goes bad, it can mess up your thermostat. Listen, guys, in the nineties, in twenty years, you're gonna have to worry about rogue light bulbs. I'm sorry, what? We're worried about Y2K, man. You know that's either a really good name for a company or a band. Rogue light. Rogue bulb. light bulb. <laughs> Buy it. Rogue light bulb. Rogue light bulb. Com. That's a neat company. All right, uh, Lyft's financials show a $911 million loss ahead of its IPO. So one of the things about IPOs is you have to file financials, and the financials show that they made a ton of money last year, but they also lost a ton of money last year. Yeah. Which means yeah. they've raised a ton of money <laughs> right. in the past. Yeah, so yeah, Lyft, uh, we looked it up. What was it, $1.4 billion that they uh, raised? I, th I, thought oh, it was, I thought it was more than that. that was it was like, $4.1 billion. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah, $4 I billion. Think, yeah. I think I reversed that. $4, yeah, I think point, you $4 billion. Dollars. Yeah, I think it was right. And their last round was $600 million. Man, that's a lot. And it was a Series I. That's a lot of Series, man. For, for those of you that are entrepreneurs, you understand how many rounds of funding. That, it's a lot so of rounds go, of funding. starting with A. All the way with, through. I have never seen a Series I. <laughs> I've seen a C. I've seen a D. Every now and again, you see an E. But not an I. I've never There's seen an I. a lot of Series, man. I've never seen an I. Just don't get to double, double Z and we'll be okay, right? <laughs> this is a Series double Z. We're good. This is our $9 trillion raise. <laughs> We're worth more than the entire world combined. All right. Uh, I know you've been waiting for this. I know been you've waiting. been waiting for this. I've been waiting I've for been this. Waiting this. It's time for Weird and Wacky, and here we go. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. He's not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. So the first Weird and Wacky article we have, I'm, I'm just going to kind of gloss over. Okay. So here's the, here's the article. Apple Watch's GPS helps track down burglars. Here's the story. Burglars stole a GPS-enabled Apple Watch. Uh -huh. Police used that GPS-enabled Apple Watch to find said burglars. Public service announcement. If you're going to steal something that has GPS, turn it off. So if it's a light bulb, turn off the light bulb just saying. and then steal it. I'm just saying, okay? Yeah. If you're a burglar, listen to Tech Talk, y'all. Public service announcement. Well, if you're a burglar, listen to Tech Talk, y'all. Stop listening. You're a real smart burglar. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. true. Yeah. So this next one's got me a little, a little. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like this. So middle school teacher fired for playing Fortnite with his students. So walk, walk us through. So the, the headline is a little inflammatory. I think it's so. a little, it's a little misleading. Yeah, it is a little misleading. So this. So this teacher had two students yep. that I guess were not paying attention, were not doing well. Right. He made them a deal and said, look, if you pay attention to class and do well, you know, do your best, then I will play Fortnite with you. Right. So he went, he played Fortnite with the kids. They were supposed to get their parents' consent beforehand. Yep. One of the students did not. 
told his parents afterwards. That parent got upset, reported to the school. That kind of went through this whole thing. This teacher has actually had some other uh, issues that got reported as well. Disciplinary issues. Disciplinary issues. And then basically said, yeah, you're out yeah. uh, based on this. Yeah. And and so it, so it was based off the school rule that teachers basically are, are allowed to quote are not allowed to quote unquote exist outside of the school well, that was, as far as the parents. That right? was actually, so, that was a, the person writing the article right. said that they, yeah, yeah. that's what they recommend. Like they, yeah. you should not interact with your students. But, but here's the thing, like that's not the world we're in, yeah. right? Like we're yeah. in a world where your students are going to see you on Twitter and follow right. you on Twitter. And maybe you don't even know it's them when, right. they, when they start interacting yeah. with you. Like we're in a world where we're, where we're publicly accessed. Like, like for example, the best teacher I ever had was the senior, my senior year of high school. And yeah. he, you know, it's the first day of school. And, and this was back in the day when, like, you still had to pay for, like, cell phone minutes. Like, you had, right. to, be, you had to, like, watch yeah. and be careful about your cell phone minutes, right. right? And he writes his cell phone number on the board. And he's like, if you need me, here's my cell phone number. And back then, it's like, like there's, like, this almost inaudible gasp in the room. Like, right. what? Are you yeah. kidding me? Because, yeah. like, prank calls were a common thing. And, right. you know, it's your cell phone minutes, man. Protect those. And, <laughs> but, I mean, he was available. It was, right. the, it was the best teacher I ever had. I'm still in touch with him today. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of those things have changed, you know, with my kids going through school, like a lot of their teachers, they can contact, right. but they have to contact through the school system. Sure. So they're monitored and all that stuff. And and maybe some of the issue was that. Yeah. The fact could've that been. they're could've playing been. a game in a non-monitored system. Sure. And so something could happen and maybe the school then is liable and that's what they're worried about. And maybe this was not... The fact that he played Fortnite with these students, but that he showed that he was uh, poor judgment with them outside. Yeah, of, I mean that's really what it judgment. was. He's, I mean, he could have been a chat yeah. room outside. He still would have gotten fired. Probably. I mean, yeah. In all fairness, though, he's a more hip teacher than I am because I still have yet to actually play Fortnite. Yeah, neither so. I. There is that. Well, yeah. Half our listeners just like slapped themselves in the forehead, like, "What? Why did you?" But we're not play. playing Fortnite. But we play both of us play Clash Royale. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, different clans. It's very different from Fortnite. Though. I think it's very different from <laughs> Fortnite. You know, somebody was telling me that uh, one of the presidential candidates actually held a rally on Fortnite. Oh, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they're saying that Fortnite could become kind of like the oasis from Ready Player One. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, like that. Like that's really what yeah. they're speculating is that like because they're holding like concerts right. in Fortnite where like two million people are showing up to listen to this concert yeah. in this digital space. That's weird. I mean well and they and they're doing more and more things like that. So it's yeah. it's not just games, but it's games and interacting and community and huh. connection. Isn't that what Second Life was supposed to be? I mean, yeah, it, it is what Second Life was. I mean, Second Life was kind of supposed to be that oasis, right. but it never really got, got there. there. And now I think Fortnite may sort of become that. And I wonder if it's a, a function of now the quality of our electronics has gone sure. up so much sure. so that it's a better experience than when Second Life was around. Speaking of Second Life, you remember from The Office that uh, Dwight was yes, in there. Yes. He created a second Second Life because <laughs> yeah. his Second Life was so good, he needed another, another Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jim created wanted to fall around yeah, that's right to follow around yeah yeah that was great so all right and uh this next article it like i i think i literally gasped when sunjay read this out to me like i was so in shock that anyone would ever do this so a german family couldn't pay its bills so the city took their dog and sold it on ebay yeah like the city repossessed their dog and so, sold it on eBay. So, so they didn't take just the dog. They took a bunch of stuff. They took computers and all this stuff, but they valued the dog at $1,150. So they were like, yep, we're taking that. Dude, and that sold is the dog. some kind of harsh, man. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, take the house. 
Take the computers. Take the wicker chair that's worth $5. But the dog? Yeah. Come on. I mean. That just kills me. And I'm not even a dog lover. Like, my wife says I don't like dogs, which, I mean, is kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't still, have any dogs? We have we have dogs. That's, oh. the, that's the point. Is that I've got them, and I don't necessarily want them all over me. So, <laughs> um, you know, the, kid, the kids really like the dog. So, you know, anyway, he's a good dog. Yeah. I am just don't, you know. I is got, he worth $1,150? He is not. No. Oh, he's okay. not worth that kind of. They can't repossess him. I think could, he's, he's I, I was going to say, if you wanted an out. You could get behind on your payments of some I kind could, of taxes yeah, and be I, like, so here, take do. the dog. I'll, I'll call the mayor. I'll be like, listen, mayor, I got a deal for you, man. I'm going to skip out on the taxes, but you come get the dog. No, see, that's you're terrible. Good. I would never do that, Sunday. <laughs> that that's a horrible suggestion. These are terrible human beings. So, uh, anyway, it's, I, I'm outraged. By yeah. This. I am. I can tell. Yeah. I, no, what, I mean, wait, legitimately. Adam, why are you writing notes about what to do next <laughs> with your dog? Put your which notes ta- away. Wait, which taxes are you not going to pay next? <laughs> what are you writing there? Property. Property taxes. All right. Uh, next up for our, now it's time for our tech recommendations. I know you're excited about tech recs. Tech rec, tech rec. Time to get your tech rec. Tech, 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 tech rec. Chicky, chicky. Tech rec. Time tech to get rec. your tech rec. Tech so, recs. Sanjay, what do you got, man? So, okay, something bad has happened. Oh, no. For me. Oh, no. I had an issue with our, our bank account. A uh, check got stolen. They started going fraudulent checks all over the place. And so we had to get a new bank account number. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, annoying. That is bad news, man. But here's the more annoying part. Okay. Is now I got to, like, sync up everything again oh, to yeah, this man. new all over. routing number and bank account number and all that. Yep. The annoying part of that is that a lot of these websites will not let you copy and paste the routing number and the bank account into yeah, their they website. Want you, they want you to manually type it in so you miskey it. I That's know. That's really what they want. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. It's mm-hmm. like if I copy and paste it, I know it's right. Right. If I type it in, it might be wrong. That's right. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. So I did not want to deal with this. So I went out and found, and, and I found on GitHub, somebody has a gist. Okay. And you can just copy and paste this and create a little bookmark. Okay. Uh, and copy and paste what's in there into the bookmark, and it will re-enable pasting on most sites. It oh, hasn't worked for every site, okay. but most sites, I just click that little guy and then copy-paste away. Nice. I love it. It has made recovering from this a little bit nicer. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, you're like, there's got to be a tool out there. <laughs> like, like, there's got to be a solution there's, to this problem. Because, come uh, on, man. Yeah. And then you do the research, you find it on GitHub, and, like, you're willing to, like, go through the, all those steps. It like, took me two minutes. It wasn't hard. Sure it did. Sure. It's, it's cool. <laughs> you can tell me it took you two minutes. It's a part of that 100 hours that you're talking about. Yeah, it was, sure it was it the high-quality two minutes, which in... Reality time is uh, three days, but you know, it was high quality, two minutes. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. All right. So, what about you, Adam? So, my tech rec, uh, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to non Apple users because my tech rec. What? Is, I'm sorry. My tech what? is the Apple News app on your phone. And here's why. It's not on my it phone. It is. It's not on your phone. It's on the, on the iPhone. Oh. And it is the best laid out news app that I've ever used. And I've been a, I've been a Flipboard user forever. Yeah. I still love Flipboard. but And we still have a Tech Talk Y'all Flipboard if you want to follow it. I right. I love that. But my, I find so many good articles yeah. on Apple News. So what is it so about the user experience that you really like? What, just, what's the thing they, that they really nailed? They break it down into sections really easily so uh-huh. it's like hey here's the main news of today hey here's some technology like they do a really good job of breaking down the categories into bite-sized bits then they also uh do a good job of like here's the five things you've got to know today okay here's the, here are the top trending articles like those types of things right so i can kind of get a, get a really good overview of what's really happening for the okay day, which is really cool 
So user experience is often the 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 make or break right the there, right? Thing. And I mean, Apple's the content all about user experience. The content is the same. Everybody yeah. can get that same content. Oh, it's yeah. just about how do you get people it's to engage with it? It's always about user experience. Yeah. So, but before we go, uh, two things. Number one, how can users connect with well, you? The reader review. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Oh, oh we're I'm, I'm, that. I'm getting to oh, that. Okay. I'm going to read that at the very end. Oh, that's the yeah, very so end. How can users okay. connect with you? So first? they can find me on Twitter at, at Sanjay, S A N J A Y, or SanjayPark.com. What about you, Adam? You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog at AdamJWalker.com, where I'm blogging about leadership, productivity, not being busy, Sanjay, and other things. Now, I don't know what that is. I know you've all been waiting for this, and we would ask you to continue to rate the podcast. we got 26 ratings so far. We've got five stars. We want five stars rating, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars. So we did get a review. Here's the title of the review. I did not expect this! Exclamation point. Five-star review. I thought I was going to hear a couple of nerds trying to explain technology to me. Rather, I got well-informed guys sharing about things I did not know that were around. And also, they were, what's the word? Hilarious. Hilarious. Loved it! Exclamation point. That's my kind of well, review right there. I ended on Listen, an exclamation point. We're straight up hilarious, hilarious, in case you did not know. So please, leave us a review. We might read it. On the recording, <laughs> not on the air, on yeah. the recording. So. I, after like four weeks when we finally remembered After to, four weeks yeah. of promising. You, you know, I think the, the listeners have probably realized that we don't actually plan any of this stuff. So I didn't know when you were going to read that. Well, we, we planned, we, didn't, we knew we were going to do it at the end. It's just a question of what, what at the end really means. I actually didn't know you were going to do it at the end. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it at, We're going to do it else. near the end. We're going to do it near the end. We're yeah. doing near the end. So uh, thanks for being with us today. Yeah. It's a fun episode. Do-do-do!